You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for joining us. We are coming to you live from the dining room of the Grand Hotel up on Mackinac Island during the Mackinac Policy Conference. Uh, We are talking this week, all week, uh, live with business and political leaders who are up here to hash out the state's problems in a different environment than the one they have back home. And joining me now is an old friend of the show, Attorney Bill, Attorney General Bill Schutte of the state of Michigan. Bill, welcome back to Detroit Today. Well, Stephen, thank you. It's good to be welcome on your Welcome to show. Mackinac, Attorney General. Well, it's nice to be back at Mackinac. I know we, we cut this one just by seconds. You did. You just sat down in that seat as yep. I was finishing my open. Well, I was a little I, uh, nervous. Oh, well, I don't want you. Maybe I, you weren't going to be here. No, no, no. I want a happy <laughs> Stephen Henderson. I don't want a nervous you Stephen are, Henderson. You I, aren't a distinct minority there. Well, I want you happy. That's for sure. That's good to be with you. No, it's good to see you. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about governor. The governor's race. There is a governor's race all next right. year. All right. I well, know everyone asks you all the time. This is like Joan Rivers. What's can, your, we, can we talk? <laughs> what's your plan? <laughs> looks like for next year. Are you any closer to a decision? Well, you know, I appreciate uh, your question and, and I'm also appreciate, appreciative, as my wife is as well, of the encouragement we get by many people to uh, have me consider uh, serving in a, dif- in a different capacity. Yeah. Right now my focus is on Attorney General. I have a number of issues that are important, the Flint Water investigation. Uh, I know the Governor's Task Force on uh, Line 5, uh, this pipeline under the straits, and the, and the, uh, the, the Line 5 days are numbered in my opinion. And yeah. So we have a number of different legal issues that we're, we're working on. and. Uh, there'll be a proper time. I've got my own timetable. I'm peaceful. I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I stay in my own lane doing my job. But, you know, my calling is service. I'm Michigan's optimist, maybe America's optimist. And, and uh, uh, I want to be part of the discussion and the dialogue and the mosaic of Michigan because we need to have Michigan be a job state and a growth state. The so, underlying challenge Michigan has is that we've lost population. Uh, right. That's right. Well, we've lost population and we lost jobs. I mean, yeah. we just, uh, we don't employ people the way that we used to. The, the, the Line 5 issue, I think, is is interesting from your perspective. And, and I always try to sort of highlight these things when, when people who uh, are of a different political stripe than I am are, are on the show. Uh, you're a Republican, a conservative Republican. I would say a very conservative Republican. I'd say, and I'd say a thoughtful uh, <laughs> yes, Republican of course, of who uh, a bridge to the entire Republican Party and a whole <laughs> bunch of moderates and people in between. Ribbing you a little bit there. That's but, okay. I but, can take it. But, but you also believe that Line Five should be closed. Correct? Well, I think the, I think Line Five's days are numbered. There's a process in place that Governor Snyder uh, has initiated to review what options should be considered if Line 5 were, were shut down. Now, the key thing is, is number one, the integrity of the Great Lakes. Right. That's the first thing, because we, can, we can't, even a little spills too much. And so you, uh, the point is the integrity of the Great Lakes. We shouldn't Lakes. be taking the chance. Exactly, and then secondly is, how do you uh, get propane to the Upper Peninsula where in Northern Michigan where there's a if huge- If you don't have that line. Yeah, there's a huge reliance on that. There's kind of an off, there's an off-ramp in uh, Rapid River where they, uh, where you, you take the, uh, the hydrocarbons and have pro- uh, propane. And below the bridge, there's this question of the, the Michigan oil and gas industry wanting to make sure there's an on-ramp getting 
their hydrocarbons down to Sarnia and uh, you know and Marathon and all of that. Yeah. So the, there's a question on, those are two side issues, but the most important one is the integrity of the, of the Great Lakes. It's in our DNA. Yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and my guest is Attorney General Bill Schutte of the state of Michigan. He and I are both up at the Mackinac Policy Conference on Mackinac Island, the annual chamber-sponsored uh, opportunity for business and political leaders to get away from home and talk about the issues that challenges here in Michigan in a different environment, hopefully to be able to come to new and innovative solutions. Uh, Attorney General, I want to talk to you a little about this part-time legislature yeah. idea that, uh, that Lieutenant Governor Brian Kelly unveiled yesterday, but you also uh, wrote in the Detroit Free Press recently about this issue. You think we should have a part-time legislature too? I, I, I am, I, boy, I'm mystified by the wisdom of, of this thing. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me why it's a good idea in a convincing way. Well, you know, 40 states in America have a part-time legislature, and I think we should make Michigan the 41st state. And I've been saying that a long time, and you're correct. I, I penned, I authored an opinion that talked about transparency, releasing tax returns. I've done that for years as Attorney General. Secondly, expanding freedom of information to include the governor and lieutenant governor. Yes. We deal with that in the state legislature. I think that's those are all great ideas. And, and I talked about financial disclosure, which I complied with when I was a member of Congress and advocated that when I was a state senator. So, And the, the final piece of this whole transparency and shaking it up is a part-time legislature. I think Michigan should be the 41st. I've said that a long time. And uh, again, there was a column uh, last week that preceded other discussion. And the fact is, I think it's, uh, uh, so, I, I think it's prudent. So do you think, though, that it makes any sense to have a part-time legislature with the term limits that we have, which already guarantee us that the people who are in charge in the legislature don't really know what they're doing. They haven't been there long enough. No one gets a chance to develop the kind of expertise that we used to see uh, from legislators 20, 30 years ago. Think about when you started in politics in the 1980s, the people who led the legislature. People like Paul Hilligans in the, in the, I guess that's a little later, in time. Uh, we, can't, Hilligans, we can't create Hilligans a Paul Hilligans today. Hilligans is a great example. Um, uh, Dominic uh, Jacob Eddy. Uh, and, well, he, he, <laughs> he had some problems, and you know that as well. But I guess, I guess the, you know, so you really, it, it's not all that constructive putting names on it. But the point is, is that, that um, you know, term limits was a creation of a citizen initiative, citizens-led effort, and to alter that, you'd have to be uh, there'd have to be another citizens-led effort. But the issue on the table right now is part-time legislature. I, I happen to be for it. Yeah, uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. Uh, I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Attorney General Bill Schutte. We are on Mackinac Island for the Mackinac Policy Conference talking about the issues that challenge the state of Michigan. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. You can also follow along with the things that are happening up here at the Policy Conference on Twitter at the hashtag MPC17. The conference gets started in just over an hour. Uh, General Schutte, let's talk about uh, national politics. Sure. You were a big supporter of Donald Trump when he was a candidate for president. Uh, I imagine that that support has sustained itself uh, while he has gotten his administration 
going. But I also know you to be a guy who's about the rule of law and law and order. And I wonder if you're seeing things out of this administration that challenge your sense of right and wrong in those, in those ways. Well, here's how I, how I uh, approach this whole issue. Uh, there was a, uh, you know, the Republicans had a primary, so did the Democrats. You know, some wanted Bernie, some wanted uh, Hillary. Hillary won. Um, I, my first candidate uh, in the Republican Party was uh, Jeb Bush, because yes. I go back 30 years with, <laughs> with the Bush family. We're friends, you know? And uh, Donald Trump was our candidate. Donald Trump uh, was won, and he was our candidate. And the choice was Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. And I had to tell you, uh, it, for me, was choice was clear. And I didn't uh, waver on uh, supporting Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton, because the appointment of judges and justices, to me, is a very important aspect of the rule of law. Sure. I think he had a very good choice with the Gorsuch nomination, and uh, the Democrats just played politics because you know Gorsuch was um, uh, confirmed with uh, not one opposition vote when he was a, on the Court of Appeals, and then the Democrats played politics. And, and well, didn't uh, they have a know. good reason for that? I mean, come on, uh, no, let's, I, not, I let's not pretend that this all happened uh, in a vacuum. I mean, you had you had Republicans in the Congress deny the former president the pick for that seat. Except Why shouldn't Democrats be upset about well, that? But the, but the point is, you know, the, the, the Senate has the advise and consent uh, sure. ability, and they chose uh, not to move on that, which is the, their will. And, and so the fact is... And, not and, to advise or consent. Well, you know, but again, that's, 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 in, the con, that's, in, the, that's in, the, in the Constitution. So we have the Gorsuch nomination, and, you know, uh, certainly the Trump administration, just like the Clinton administration, Carter administration, Bush administration... Uh, as always hit some bumps in the sand. I think there'll probably be some reorganization, uh, and, and that happened in the Clinton White House as well. So, you know, but, I, think, I think the key thing is, is you need to be measured uh, when running for president is different from serving as president. Absolutely, no question. It changes yeah. everybody yeah, it who ends up uh, getting into the office. But I'm specifically wondering about um, the things that the president has said about the Russia investigation. The things that the president may have said to James Comey, uh, head of the FBI, about the Russia investigation. The things that he may have said to other people who were conducting or supervising that investigation. Again, you're a guy who's about the rule of law. Obstruction of justice is a really very plain, very simple principle. Well, that and that principle will be reviewed by, you know, we have an independent uh, counsel uh, that's been appointed by the Justice Department. The House uh, and, and Senate will have their own investigations. And I just want this to uh, uh, do it. Yeah. Do it thoroughly, do it promptly, and do it in an exhaustive fashion, and uh, find out the truth. That's all I want, and yeah. I think that's what most Americans want. So yeah. I don't object at all to uh, the former director of the FBI being an independent counsel. I have no problem with the House and Senate intelligence committees reviewing the whole issue of Russia. Get to it, and uh, let's, you know... What, whatever the truth is, I'm I'm for that. So you know, you and I agree on this too. Yeah. Uh, well, what's going on? How are we agreeing on? Things? Well, there needs this to be there needs to be an investigation. The, uh, yeah. No, I think that's right. You know, we do, and and uh, I think the choice of uh, uh, Mueller was a, a very good one. This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Attorney General Bill Schuette. We are up at Mackinac Island at the Mackinac Policy Conference, uh, talking. 
about the issues, the challenges here in the state of Michigan and nationally. Want to join the conversation, go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work them into the conversation. Uh, Bill, the last time you were here, uh, actually the last time you and I sat at this table up at Mackinac, I asked you about the process of deciding uh, whether or not to run for, for another political office. And I, I, thought you gave I remember a, that you gave, you, I, I thought you gave a fantastic answer. I mean, it was, it was uh, very probative and, and thoughtful. Uh, I wonder, as you get closer to the time when you have to decide, as more candidates sort of jump into the race, we've seen some Democratic candidates say they're going to take a shot. I expect that Lieutenant Governor Kelly will soon say, maybe even this week, whether he is going to jump in. Does that calculus change at all for you because of the circumstances? No. Why not? Just not not one bit. And I appreciate your your uh, compliment about my answer a year ago. And, and um, you know, there are things I can control uh, and there are things I can't control. <laughs> I can control um, my, how I do my job and I can control my team and how we work and communicate and, and decision-making. And I can control that. Other than that, there are things, uh, and I stay in my lane. Other than that, there are other things I can't control as to who might get in the Republican side, who might get in in the Democratic side. And you know what? It do, to me, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And uh, I feel very liberated about this whole process. About I'm not, I'm not looking over my back about, oh my gosh, what about you know this viewpoint or that viewpoint? Um, to me, it's all about service. It's how I can help this state grow and be part of uh, Michigan being a job state. Yeah. And so, you know, who gets in, who doesn't, who throws these bricks, who doesn't, you know. I've said a long time ago, these elections, nothing, it will not be a unanimous election. And, <laughs> no, uh, it will not. Uh, and, you know, that's okay. So I don't get uh, heartburn on this stuff. Uh, so, so. Um, and neither does my wife. You know, it's, it's interesting. I was going to say, you guys are, are sort of old hands at this. You've been at this a long time well it, uh, it's a, my, at every my different level yeah well my calling is service your your uh, your calling is uh, journalism and, and uh, uh, communication and uh, you know, there's something to be said for uh, some scar tissue and some experience <laughs> and some Battle knowledge scars. and wisdom in terms of how you drive the state forward yeah uh, what what do you think what do you expect to be the main issues that we will be talking about next year I mean um, Obviously, jobs, the economy, that's always an issue during a gubernatorial campaign. But sort of forecast for us the kinds of things you would say to voters about where we need to go in the next four years. It's been an interesting, it's been an interesting seven years under, under Rick Snyder, some ups and some way downs. Uh, and I think that's true of almost anybody who does that job for any length of time. Yeah, certainly. But, but what, what are the things we need to do here in Michigan? Well, I think, Stephen, I think it's three three key issues. Number one, it's uh, uh, jobs and paychecks. And you know, once upon a time, Michigan had 19 members of Congress. Now we have 14. After the next census, we'll have 13. So what what does that mean? Yeah. Other states are growing faster. They're growing than we a lot faster. Than and we, we need to look at uh, tax policy in this state because people go where 
they get to keep more of what they earn and the government takes less of what the, they make. And the fact is, we need to have jobs and paychecks, otherwise we'll have more people receiving benefit checks than paychecks, that's not sustainable. So how we, how we sharpen every tool in our economic uh, toolboxes is key. Secondly, education. Everything in America has changed. Um, communication, transportation, healthcare. But the one thing that hasn't changed is uh, education. The delivery model in Michigan um, is the same of the 1890s. Very old school, right? A very, very 1890s, a one-room school ho uh, house approach uh, in an agrarian Our society. Our model is old school, to be well, honest. Well, Other states don't do it this way anymore. Well, and some states do it differently. Some states have wider uh, options for scholarships, and, and, and so we need to look at education. And thirdly, it's the race to mobility. Um, and where these uh, computers on wheels, aka also known as cars, <laughs> where they're researched, designed, manufactured, and built. And they need to be uh, the, the transportation sector, our big uh, auto companies, Michigan, they need to be Michigan-based, and it can't be in California. And so Michigan needs to be a place where the lens of uh, rules and regulation is Uber-like and Lyft-like instead of the constricted, narrow, cloudy lens of the taxicab union. We need to make sure that we have flourishing, market-oriented uh, an economy if we're going to grow. Those are the three, mobility, education, and uh, jobs. And job. Those are, the, to me, the, the, the key thing I for Michigan State. Those are future. reasonable guesses. I think those are things that we end up talking about a lot over the next, uh, I guess it's 18 months before, uh, before we get to November of, of, 18. of 18. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bill Schuette, Attorney General of the state of Michigan. Uh, quickly, we got about a minute left. Uh, yeah. What do you expect this week up here? What are you, what are you looking forward to? Well, you know, I... Um, I'm a relationship guy, yeah. so I, I like, uh, you know, this conversation you and I have, there'll be others uh, uh, from uh, from business leaders, uh, those in the nonprofit uh, area and, and other political leaders. I, I like mixing it up. I'm uh, looking forward to meeting David Vitti, the new uh, superintendent. I, uh, I've not met him, but I was in Miami a couple weeks ago, bumped into some guy who worked with him and just huh. sang him praises. So I'm looking forward to meeting him. And, He's uh, up here. That's right. He's yep. on a panel this morning, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and it's it's a good way for me to, you know, uh, yeah. enhance relationships. And then you're going to announce that you're running for governor on Friday, right? Well, <laughs> That's what I heard. No, no. <laughs> I, um, but, I, I, you know, I appreciate your encouragement. I won't forget you when that time comes, though. I, I, I know you won't. Yeah. I know you won't. All right. Uh, Attorney General Bill Schuette, thanks very much for being here. Thank you. On Detroit Today. All right. That's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow live from the dining room of the Grand Hotel up on Mackinac Island during the Mackinac Policy Conference. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a service of Wayne State University. See you tomorrow.